Right now at LL Flooring, the sales tax is on us. Save on a gorgeous new floor and we'll cover the sales tax on top of our already low prices. Get spring Black Friday savings up to 15% off more than 200 styles of hardwood, waterproof vinyl, laminate, and more. Plus, we'll cover the sales tax on everything in our Virginia stores until Tuesday, March 22nd. Visit llflooring.com for details. Valid in Virginia and only at LL Flooring. From inspiration to installation, find the floor you'll love. Third of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No portion of the show is to be used without express written consent from me, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships yeah. Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. Let me get back to... There we go. Okay, now you can see me. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay on this Thursday afternoon. Again... Peace and love to everybody out there. Thanks for joining in the Art of Relationship show. And you can join in the live discussion down below. I'm trying a new uh, software, if you will, program. And hopefully it's going to work well. Okay. And if there's any audio, any video issues, please let me know. I want to, you know, always about bringing the best to you two to help you guys out to look at, you know, what, what works best for you guys, okay? Gonna be talking about <clears throat> affair-resistant relationships, affair-resistant love is a myth, okay? And people are gonna look at me, what do you mean, Greg? We've been together on and off for a long time. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. <clears throat> you know, long time we trust each other. We have faith in each other. And I tell people all the time, that a lot of relationships, you might think you can trust each other, and I want that, of course, but, when I say affair resistance is a myth, it's getting more to the concept of, let's face it, if you don't do anything to nurture the relationship, if you don't do anything to make each other feel loved, to feel good, you know what, from you, that chances are of an affair are going to happen, okay? You cannot take this for granted to where, you know what, oh, our relationship, don't ever have to worry about affair. You have to make sure you are continuing to do what you need to do to make each other feel loved, respected, desired, that type of thing. And we know, I told people all the time, right? It's not a situation to where it's perfect. Nothing will be perfect, but you need to stack the deck in your favor to make sure an affair doesn't happen. And a lot of people look at, and I never excuse, I never go after you know, excusing or um, justifying affairs like we talked about. And I've done a bunch of different episodes on affair, about trust building, about those aspects, okay? But I'm getting at the precursor to trying to prevent them from happening in the first place, okay? And looking at, you know, when I talked about, you know, healing from affair, I've done a bunch of episodes on that. But I want to give a 
you know, precursor as far as going after, you know, what what is going on? What caused that affair to begin with? And looking at a lot of people look at and they take for granted. Well, I don't have to worry about my partner cheating. Da, 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 da. I don't have to worry about my you know, spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, that type of thing. Worry about them cheating. I trust them 100 percent. However, that trust will erode. And it's looking at what are you doing to keep that in place? It's nothing that can be taken for granted. And I think a lot of people, well, not only I think, I know what happens for a lot of people. Affairs are not intentional, right? But I want to stack the deck in your favor. I want to help you sort of prevent the opportunity for affairs happening, okay? And during this time of COVID and lockdowns and everything else, stress going on, um, protests, you know, it's very, very difficult to stay focused and stay connected, right? You have to deal with work, the kids, maybe ill parents, those type of things. And it's very, very easy for us to get distracted from one another. Maybe you're arguing all the time, you're fighting all the time, and you don't feel loved. You don't feel connected. And then what happens, you go, hey, Rhonda, I appreciate you joining in. Thank you. And what happens, you know what, one person chirps in that person's ear, be it your husband, your wife, that type of element. And it's not necessarily, you know, it shouldn't happen. I know that. But let's face it, we want to feel good from our partner. We want to feel loved. We want to feel connected. And what happens in those situations is, you know what? We stop feeling that way. We stop, you know what? Showing our partner that we love them, that we desire them, that we adore them. Are you listening to one another instead of fighting all the time? Okay. Can you ask, oh, okay. You know, why is this going on? Why do you think this? Why do you think that? Instead of arguing and combative and being you know what, that you're, you know, being defensive, that you turn things into working together as a team instead of an argument, okay? And it's looking at this type of aspect, are you criticizing one another, you know, versus giving each other accolades, giving each other compliments, giving each other, you know, simple appreciation, gestures, words, those type of aspects. And the one thing I mention on a lot, is, you know, with couples in place and everything else, we tend to be drawn to, we tend to fall in love with someone that makes us feel good about ourselves, right? Sounds logical, sounds easy to go after. No, it's not easy, but looking at those avenues, you know what, hey, Fred, what's happening? Robbie, I appreciate you guys showing up. You know, what happens is we stop making our partners feel good about themselves and we start being critical. Hey, Tony, what's up, man? And being critical and being, you know, maybe overly critical and start looking at the good that is on in the relationship, okay? When that erodes, when we stop feeling good about ourselves in the relationship, it opens up the possibility for someone else to step in, okay? Not that it's excused. Now, I want to make sure I'm not taken out of context, or, you know, big time, okay? I don't want people to be able to go, oh, Greg said, guess what? Affairs are okay because this happens. No, that's not justifying. So I want to make that very clear. It's looking at what are you doing to, you know, little gestures on a daily basis, little compliments. And I get into, you know, more specifics about making each other feel good. Oh, you know, I love you. Well, what do you love about each other? Can you look at 
the specific deeds? Can you look at the specific actions, gestures that your partner is doing on a daily basis instead of, you know, taking it for granted? Because when you stop making each other feel loved and adored, let's face it, stuff is going to happen. It's going to go sideways real quick. And I don't want that. When I say real quick, it could be, you know, it could be over a month, right? But it also could happen, you know, gradually. It's progressive, right? And also you look at it, you're feeling miserable with each other for 10 years. But you look at if it was set in place a lot more, you know, quicker, a lot more easier back then, maybe it wouldn't last those 10 years, okay? So you look at those simple gestures, going back to being specific about, you know, making each other feel good about themselves and about you and the relationship. You know what? Oh, you know what? You're a great wife. Well, what, what about me makes a great wife? You know, uh, oh, you're a great husband. Well, what about me? You know, what about me? What am I doing to be a great husband? The more specific you can be, the better, right? I love how you handle the kids. You, you know, could have the kids fighting and arguing with each other could have went a lot worse sideways. You stepped and handled it. And you know what? You did it with, you know, respect. You handled it. You were smooth. I love how you handled it. The more specific you can be, the better. Oh, I love how you turn, you know, sense of humor that you joke around with people, make them feel at ease and more comfortable around situations. The more specific you can be like this, guess what? The person's going to feel recognized. They're going to feel noticed. They're going to feel appreciated, you know, for them as a person, not just gestures, but who they are. But it's very easy for us. And believe me, I've been there. I'm guilty of this, too, to start picking apart um, what our partners do to annoy us. Right. Um, what do we do to piss each other off? That's easy. I can tell people all the time you know, in my office or, you know, doing virtual sessions now, looking at the situation to where, um, you know, I, I'll let you know what's going on in the relationship. And it's very easy for them. They can, you know, like this, tell me just flipping off the lips, if you will, telling me what they don't like about their partner or what's wrong in the relationship, what's going on. And then I ask them, what do you like or love about one another? And I get silence. This happens the majority of the time. They get silent and they're like, uh, uh, they haven't thought about it in a while. It's not a, I'm not going to say it's a wrong thing. I get it. It's a place of understanding. And I don't want it to go sideways to look at the situation. Well, oh, see, she don't know what she likes about me. Well, he don't know what he loves about me. And they bash each other. And I stopped that right there. Maybe it's because you haven't focused on this. Maybe it's because you're not identifying the hurt and the pain that you both are feeling in the relationship. You're not feeling loved. You're not feeling liked. So it's very difficult to start looking at the positive qualities in each other, right, versus the pain and everything. That's what I want to stop and look at, like I said, about, you know, a fear-resistant relationships are a myth if you do not work on these things and make each other feel good and you know look at the good things they do notice the gestures you know what man it was it you know we were at your work you know get together or whatever and you know the way you talk with people the way people come to you for advice and stuff it's so cool i admire that you know it's awesome be specific in the details that your partner does you know what 
don't just go generalize. And a lot of people, a lot of my clients might be listening or whatever. They might hear or know me when I say this and I say it often. You know, I want people to go from, you know, what the generalization to more specific gestures. What is it specifically that you need to feel loved? You know, what is it specifically that you like about your partner, love about your partner, admire about your partner, right? Remember, when we feel good around people, when people make us feel good about ourselves, right? We tend to be drawn to them. Let's face it. We don't want to be around someone that rips us apart all the time. Let's be real. However, <clears throat> that doesn't mean that you can't have constructive criticism in a relationship. And this is one thing that might lead somebody to have an affair too, that they can't take constructive criticism. They can't look at themselves and have be self-aware and look at, okay, what can I do to be a better partner? What am I doing to be annoying? What am I doing to cause battles? What am I doing to make my partner feel uncomfortable? That type of aspect. And if their partner says, you know what, I don't feel respected when you did this. Oh yeah, you don't make me feel respected. Did it turns into an argument, right? Instead of listening to one another, instead of taking, you know, can you take turns, right? Can you say and ask, what am I doing to make you feel respected? You know what? What can I do? You know what? And own our stuff. It might not be intentional, but can we own what we do instead of attack and be defensive and, you know what, rip out each other's heart and soul, if you will. And that ripping out process might be a slow process. It might be one little step at a time. You get me? It might be a gradual thing. You rip a little piece off, then you rip another piece off, then you rip another piece, and then pretty soon, what happens? Your partner's love or your partner's heart and soul for you is gone. So I'm trying to avoid that and being able to look at, you know what, can you listen to what your partner has to say? I'm not about allowing each other, you know, very important, I'm not allowed when I say about constructive criticism and being open to it and learn what your partner is feeling, I'm not talking about allowing them to disrespect you. I'm not talking about them to keep, you know, bashing you and ripping you apart. I'm not about people, you get me, to be able to be in a relationship and allow them to, you know, feel disrespected, to get treated poorly, to get, you know, abused, that type of situation. I'm not about people selling themselves out. There's a difference between listening and being open to constructive criticism, looking at, okay, how am I making my partner feel loved, desired? I want to know what's going on with them. But, of course, I want them in the same response, if you will. I want them to listen to me. And some people, it's one-sided. One, you know, one time, or maybe you both feel it's one-sided, right? They're not listening to me, Greg. Well, they're, she's not listening to me, Greg, and it turns into this. Well, okay, I get that. You feel that way. What do we do to change it? And I want to look at what your role in is that, okay? So are you able to be self-reflective? Are you able to look at the situation? What am I doing to make my partner feel good about themselves, to feel appreciated, okay? Simple, right? It's not always simple, especially when we're stressed and what, you know, chaotic lives are going on right now in the situation. But I want you to be able to turn, you know, to this aspect and look at, you know what, are you criticizing each other more than you are praising them or giving compliments, that type of thing. 
these things, when you put these in place, it will help prevent and erode the chances for somebody in a relationship to step out, okay, to be, you know, looking for an affair, that type of situation, or even being open to affair or someone talking to them, you can, you know, step in someone, you know what, I'm straight, I appreciate it, I'm flattered, but you know, I'm straight, I have my lady at home, I have my, you know, husband, boyfriend at home, I'm straight, and you shut it down, right? But when we don't feel good about ourselves in our in our relationship or marriages, it's very difficult to shut that down because let's face it, when someone starts, you know, throwing compliments and affirmations, remember, they make us feel good about ourselves, we're drawn to that. <clears throat> so we need to make sure we take care of that at home, if at all possible. And what we're doing to increase that level and making our partners feel good about themselves, okay? That doesn't mean that we ignore the things that are causing us to feel unloved, disrespected, not connected. We need to go after those as well, okay? There is a huge difference between bashing and criticism and trying to learn from one another. And you put these in place and it will, you know what, help avoid the possibility of cheating or an affair in your relationship, okay? So share my video on your timeline. I appreciate it. I want to help as many people as possible. Again, I'm not awake, so I'm probably babbling all over the place. Uh, check out my website. It's in the banner below, theartofrelationships.org. Um, like my Facebook page, please, um, facebook.com slash Detroit's Love Guru. And again, I'd love any feedback. Like I said, this is the first time I'm going live with a new uh, streaming platform, if you will, uh, broadcasting platform that might be easier. Let me know how uh, the audio, the video quality is, and I appreciate it, okay? Oh, again, private message me, put me, um, you know, even below in the discussion, let me know. I want to hear your topics. Um, any suggestions you have you want to help me or help you, I should say, cover topic suggestions, what you're dealing with in life in those type of situations, okay? And it also, let's face it, it helps me too because I run out of ideas too to talk about and to help with couples too. So um, it helps me, helps you. It's a win-win situation, right? Terrific. Again, thank you everybody. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Peace and love to everybody out there. Let's get rid of racism, discrimination, and let's, you know what, let's face it, let's get rid of hate out there in the world. Take care. Peace. There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash, plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3-31-2022. Jeep is a registered trademark.